Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot & Co. here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Louis Rabot. All right, welcome back in. Final hour here on a Rabot & Co., a Wednesday edition here, ESPN 680, 105.7. Bobby V, after me, roundtable, 3 o'clock. We'll go local until 7 because of the high school hour tonight, 6 o'clock here on 680, 105.7. Louisville men's basketball at Miami tonight, 93.9 is your flagship for the cards, they are back in action at 7, so that Alex White network coverage begins at 5.30 after the broadcast. Ethan Moore on that Coors Light postgame show. He does have to teach tomorrow, but I imagine he'll need a Coors Light after tonight's game. Uh, we will get to uh, Bologna or Salami in a minute, but uh, just a reminder, she's cool. I'm cool. Did you work on your lunges during the uh, show Many break? lunges. My stretchy pants. There you go. There we go. All right, time for Bologna or Salami. Get out your mustard, kids. It's time for bologna or salami. Let's go. You're damn right it's time for bologna Damn or right. It's the best time Stretchy of the week. Stretchy pants for bologna or salami. Stretchy pants allows you to eat more bologna or salami. <laughs> there you go. All right, so let's go ahead and start with the Cats. I got a couple questions about Kentucky. All right, how about so that? So let's start with this. Kentucky will be undefeated in SEC play when they meet Tennessee on February 3rd. So basically, I'm asking you, are they going undefeated through January? And I, that they will. Bologna or salami? All right, so uh, let me go ahead and grab their schedule. I apologize uh, in advance for taking this amount of time. All right, should not be too. A and M's on Saturday. That's that's right. So that is uh, another one of these games where we're going to find out a lot about them. A and M, of course, is nine and six though. Recent losses to both Auburn and LSU. They lost to LSU at home by fifteen. Yeah, give me the Cats on Saturday. Yep, um, I think that they get that one uh, for sure. They play Mississippi State at home. Boy, Mississippi State and Georgia back-to-back. Those reek of Cal not winning those games, don't they? <laughs> Dropping one of those for no one of those reason. trap games. Oh, God. I'll say they win those. They got to go to South Carolina and to Arkansas. Then they get Florida at home. Woo, doggie. Um, Yes, uh, Salami. Let's go. That they're going Let's go. Undefeated. undefeated through January. Let's go. I'm with you. Like, I was... The Arkansas game was the one that stood out to me, and then I yes. saw Auburn go there and just dominate them. And Arkansas has been one of the biggest disappointments in the SEC. A&M might be the biggest disappointment in the SEC with what they were expected to do in preseason. I think they were picked second in a lot of the preseason rankings, and they just have not been able to live up to that. They have no signature wins. They've really just stumbled in SEC play. 
but I, I'm with you. The Mississippi State-Georgia, I'm actually more worried about them losing one of those games than yes. I am worried about them losing the road game because those road games will have their attention. Mississippi State and Georgia are not going to have Last year, they had attention. injuries and, and still went to Arkansas and won. This team's way better. Uh, already handled Florida, handled the UNC environment on the neutral court. I think they'll be fine. Uh, on the trip to Arkansas, where tickets are $175 just to get in. That's right. So let's go back to the Kentucky. Purdue and Kentucky will be in the same region on Selection Sunday. Of course, that's been long rumored all year because they're both the Midwest region is in Detroit, as you know. So that would be an interesting conundrum. But we saw Purdue lose yesterday against Nebraska. Maybe that throws their one seed somewhat into question, but probably not. Bologna or Salami, they will be in the same region. Yeah, Purdue's getting a one seed this year, even if they lose four games, five games in the Big Ten. I don't think that'll be held against them sort of in general. I think people like Matt Painter, even though the results aren't there as far as deep, deep tournament runs. So both of them in the Midwest. So in other words, does Kentucky get the two in the Midwest is that's the question right. here. Correct. Um, I'll go ahead and say Salami. I think that that's a real possibility. I think, you know, Mike saying three seed is a reasonable sort of projection for them, but I think they're going to be better than a three seed by the time all is said and done, and I think one of the reasons is I think the SEC is pretty good. Yeah. And I think they'll get a bunch of good wins, and their losses won't be end-of-the-world losses. So, uh, you know, for for purposes of this, sure, Salami, that they're that they're a two-seed and produce a one. And sure. by the way, this does they don't have to be a two-seed. They could be the three-seed no, in the Midwest fair region. Fair so I, I'm going to go Salami on that. Okay. I think there is a very likely possibility that they're going to be the two-seed in the Midwest. I'm higher on them than uh, Gandolfo appears to be. And if they are undefeated going into February, Do-do-do. Then, yeah, then the Tennessee game, all they got to do is split one of those two. You've got Ole Miss. you got Gonzaga. I think there's not a game on their schedule they can't win. I think there's a pretty good chance they'll probably drop the road game at Tennessee. But then again, John Calipari owns Rick Barnes. And so it just becomes about do you avoid the bad loss. And UNC Wilmington certainly is that. I think they can survive that one. I don't know if they can survive if they lose to Georgia or Mississippi State or somebody that we don't expect. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's a leadership about this team and I think we've seen them in close games this year you know even though they lost to Kansas they hung on against North Carolina they held on against Florida even though that's a young team we've seen the veteran leadership that comes through at the end of these games so I'm gonna say they are in the same region I think Purdue does end up as the number one seed I agree because I just don't think they're gonna lose enough games and I think the non-conference what they did there especially at Maui that's gonna get them over the top we talked about yesterday the Big Ten didn't really do much out of conference that doesn't apply to Purdue they did there you go So, let's now go to the National Football League. Three road teams will win outright on Wild Card Weekend. So, I'm basically saying half of them will get it done. So, here's the matchups in case you didn't know. Browns at Texans. Dolphins at Chiefs. uh, Steelers at Bills. Packers at Cowboys. Rams at Lions. And then Monday night is Eagles at Bucks. Three of those road teams will win. Bologna or Salami. Okay, the Packers are not winning in Dallas. Agreed. So, there's one no. I don't think the Steelers beat the Bills. Mm-hmm. There's two. Ooh, Texans-Browns is a toss-up for me, so there's one yes. You have the Browns? I, I absolutely think they can. Mm-hmm. Um, Browns are the most underrated team in the playoffs right now. I think so. I, I, it's it's hard not to see what they've done this season. I, I think we're so caught up in the fact that no one likes Deshaun Watson that we've lost sight of how good this team really is. So I think they can win. I think the Dolphins can win in Kansas City despite the weather. I think Kansas City's just playing that poorly. They're five and four at home. They are five and four at home. I know. That's amazing. They are six and two on the road. Yeah. They are better away from Arrowhead than they are at home. I might lean on the Dolphins in that one. I think the Rams can absolutely win in Detroit. 
and I um and the Monday night game, the Eagles can absolutely win at Tampa. Huh, but I'll go with four home wins, so I'll go baloney on this question. I'm going salami. Okay. I think three road teams get it done. I think uh, I think the Rams get it done in Detroit. I think the Rams win that game. I think Matthew Stafford, Kyron Williams, the way that he's been running the ball as of late. And you just wonder if the moment is going to be too yeah, large for no, Detroit. Right. There's a ton of momentum there. All the pressure in the world is going to be on the Lions. I think the Lions game. either lose 28-24 or they win like 31-6. No, that's exactly I right. I think that those are the two outcomes. Yeah, if it's yeah. close, then the, then the Rams are going to win. I agree. So I, I got the Rams winning that game. Uh, I don't have the Packers winning at the Cowboys. I think that is probably the biggest lock of Wild Card Weekend. I would say, uh, no, B- Buffalo beating Pittsburgh, I think, is the biggest lock of Wild Card oh, okay. Weekend. Especially without T.J. Watt, I cannot see the Steelers winning that game. Uh, I think the Browns do go on the road and beat the Texans. I think the Browns are the more complete team. And I know C.J. Stroud didn't play the last time uh, back in December. But even though he's back, I think the Browns' defense will keep him under control enough. And I think Joe Flacco in that running game will get it done. I'm going to take the Browns. Uh, so Saturday night, I- I'm still going to take Kansas City because I just can't get past Miami having to play in that weather. It's zero degrees. I understand. Florida teams do not fare well. Uh, I get that. it. I, did you watch Miami play Rutgers in the pinstripe bowl? Man, no, because I have a so lot. So that was, yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> so it was like 35, 40 degrees up in New York. Yeah. And the Miami Hurricane players, they had heaters on the sideline because you know, oh, it's course. Miami. They're freezing. And this is going to be way worse than that. Yeah, so that's true. I just, I can't see Patrick Mahomes going out like that in round one of the playoffs. Okay. So I think enough. Kansas City wins that game. All right. Um, so. So you keep telling me that road teams. Oh, I guess they're a home yeah, team. Yeah, I have okay. the Browns right, winning. I have the Rams winning. And I have the Eagles beating the Bucks. All right, there you go. I'm not that confident in that pick, though, because Philadelphia has just been a dumpster fire for the last month. They've lost five out of six. But the NFC South is not very good. I'll take the Eagles reluctantly. You ready for a fun one? Yeah. Get in price for the Houston game, $119. Get in price for the Chiefs game, $66. Yeah. Get in price for the Bills game, 141 Cowboys, 103 Buccaneers, 111 the Lions, $396. <laughs> oh, that doesn't surprise me. Good luck all. getting a Lions ticket. They haven't had a home playoff game in 30 years. Of uh, course, it's going to be a hot ticket. Uh, it's awesome. Oh, that, that was the easiest bet of wildcard yeah. weekend. Even more so than any of the games. I'll say three road teams get it done, but I'm not as confident about it. I'm talking myself back and forth with Eagles Bucks. I think that's a 50-50 proposition. Sure. I think Browns-Texans might be the hardest game to pick as well. All right, let's go. All right, let's go. So let's talk about two uh, basketball teams that are one's near and dear to your heart, one's you have to cover. So the Pistons play the Spurs tonight. Neither one of them are any good. <laughs> they stink. The, the Louisville plays Miami tonight, and Louisville plays NC State Saturday. Bologna or Salami? The Pistons will win another game before Louisville does. Oh, Salami. It's going to be a minute until Louisville wins another game. You think Pistons win tonight? <sighs> back to back. San Antonio is actually a three and a half point favorite. How about that? Yeah. Um, that used to be the finals a couple of times, wasn't it? Like the awesome seven finals? game series. Oh sure. Like not even not even the finals. Where like the, goat series in yeah. the finals. Where the yes. final score was like seventy five to seventy two. <laughs> it was the worst brand of basketball you've ever seen in your David life. David Robinson getting tackled at the forty five yard line. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I Rasheed Wallace should have played football. <sighs> Pistones. Um, they've already lost their last five. Yeah. They they won a game and then immediately just back in the they did. Yeah. The Spurs play a lot more close games. They play respectable basketball. Yeah. Um. No, the Pistons don't win tonight. Okay. Um, Do the Pistons win before the Louisville Louisville Cardinals? I'm looking at the schedule. Trying to do the right thing here. All right, so San Antonio, Houston. No, no. At Washington is a real possibility on Monday. 
That's a real possibility. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Salami, the Pistons win first. I'm with you. I'm going Salami. I think the Louisville, they have a chance against NC State, but if they don't beat NC State at North Carolina or home, yeah, at North Carolina. Their January schedule. At Wake Forest, home against Duke, Virginia, home Virginia, at Clemson, Florida State. Yeah, it's going to be a while for Louisville wins. If they can't beat NC State Saturday, that's the only game that's semi-winnable. Yeah, that's a winnable game. But I know what their coaching is, Yeah, so Louisville ain't winning that game. Yeah, so I'm I'm with you. I think the Pistons, I think they could win tonight, actually. I think they could beat Wemby. Oh, they could win. The Spurs aren't very good either. Spurs are terrible. They got two winnable games in their next three. That is not something I've said about the Pistons in many years. Yeah, that's right. So I'm I'm with you. So the Pistons are going to win one. All right. So the last one we've talked about before, you know, Shohei Otani's deferred his contract. Yes. We know how much money the Yankees spend, the Red Sox spend, all that. Bologna or Salami, baseball needs a salary cap. I'm baloney on this. Um, I I don't know the best way to reform baseball, except that I know that the gaps are there, and even in sports, you know, because what would be the, the equivalent then, Zach? What are they shooting for? The NBA? Where like three, four teams are great all the time and no one else? Or are they shooting for the NFL where everyone's nine and eight? I mean, what's baseball's what is the hope? They're in here? the middle. To have great teams? Yeah. Or to have a bunch of nine and eight teams. Well what makes Because it- all of us love the NFL and, and we're gonna get to a story about how their their ratings are through the roof this yes. year. Okay? They're always through the roof. No, they're not. This we're, year especially. But this year especially they are, but we're gonna talk about it. They can do whatever. Jacksonville and Detroit can be good. And people will watch those games. The Super Bowl that is isn't true in Major League Baseball. Correct. You need the Dodgers to be good. You need the Yankees. You need those teams. When the Astros are winning, no one gives a bleep. When no one. This gives year a bleep. it was the Rangers and the Diamondbacks, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like imagine if it's if it's Browns Lions. Oh, people are going to be into that because both those franchises have never haven't won anything in forever. But let's say the Super Bowl is like I don't know the two but smallest. But if, if the Tigers the and the and the Guardians play in the ALCS, no one's going to watch it. No one it. cares. No. So no, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Baloney. I, I'm one of these guys. I. I have seen what the Tampa Bay Rays have done with um, a slightly larger payroll than ESPN Louisville, and so I I think it can be done. And I'm no, I'm just against it in general. I think baseball needs a salary cap. I don't think I, I don't think it's right that the Dodgers are spending billions of dollars more than the Pirates are spending, and people expect that the Pirates are, are going to even be competitive. Like it, there's just such an imbalance that 20 major league franchises before the season starts know they have absolutely no chance. You can't say that in the NFL, and to a degree, you can't even say that in the NBA. So I just think there's just too much of a difference between the bad teams versus the good teams, and that just leads to fan apathy. Baseball doesn't market their stars very well, unlike the NBA, but that's basically the NBA's entire brand is they yes. market their stars is, is the dudes, very yes. well. Right. So baseball has a lot of problems. I think the salary cap would fix a lot of those problems. Okay. So I mean, think about this example. So back in the 60s, the Giants had the New York market, right? So Green Bay, the Packers are out in the middle of nowhere. Wellington Mara, the owner of the Giants, could have said, you know what? Nope, I'm keeping all the New York television money, and we're just going to dominate. He didn't do that. The NFL distributes their television revenue evenly, and that's one of the reasons why the NFL has the parity it has. That's why the Packers can win. That's why the Jaguars can win. It'll... It's not why the Rams and the Giants are controlling everything. And that's not the case in baseball. And that's why there's just such a difference between the top franchises and the bottom franchises. There you go. I do have one bonus one for you. I don't know if we'll talk about it Friday. The NFL playoff game on Saturday being on Peacock. Good idea, bad idea. It's fine. I think it's massively overrated. I I think people are freaking out way too much about it. Yes. 
people watch everything else on streaming. Why not I know. a playoff game? Yeah. I just, I think it's just people complaining to complain. Uh, text coming down. Uh, does the other team have a coach if, yes, Louisville loses? Preach, Zach. I used to love basketball, but it's way down on the sports bar these days. Yeah, I hear you, man. The Pistons um, do have a coach, right? Monty Williams is still there. <laughs> he's getting paid out the wazoo, too. He's, he's like $80 he's million. Talk, he's talking about Florida State and, yeah. and, and, uh, and, and the UofL. Anyways, all right. Well, it's bloody sloppy. There you go. Appreciate you very much. All right, so something I talked about yesterday. We had our first ever Louis was wrong segment. We still need the, uh, the imaging of that. Where Louis was wrong on Rabot and Co. Or whatever that's going to sound like. Did you see right after we went off air, of course, this came out in The Athletic. Stuart Mandel puts out his early top 25 and where Louisville ended up ranking. Yeah. Did you see this? 16th. Okay. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yep. I thought that bowl game was going to affect them more. And a national guy in Stuart Mandel says, no, 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 no. They're going to be just fine. Um, his points are that uh, to do uh, Jeff Brom already landed a new quarterback in Tyler Shook. He also picked up Mac Offensive Player of the Year in running back Penny Boone. Um, and then uh, running back Don Chaney Jr. from Miami, wide receiver Colin Lacey from South Alabama, and Ja'Cory Brooks, of course, from Alabama. The defense brings back Ashton Gelati, uh, uh, Mason Riger, and uh, T.J. Quinn. He added all Ivy League defensive tackle Thor Griffin from Harvard and Tennessee safety to Marion McDonald. So Louis was wrong yesterday. Louis continues to be wrong as the evidence piles up that the national media still thinks Louisville is going to be pretty good. And frankly, if you are 16th when there is a 12-team playoff, you are in a fantastic spot to start the season. That's right. So that is uh, that is very, very good news, I think. Also, other uh, parts of good news for them, for example, by the way, Arizona number 13 on this. How about that? that they're good, man. That's a, that's a heck of a program. Dude, Big 12 next year is going to be loaded. By year. Even without Texas, yep. Oklahoma. Who would have thought by that? By year. Um, I will be interested because did you notice who is not ranked ahead of them in these rankings? I think if I got this right. Was Florida State below? I don't think anyone in the ACC is ahead of them. I need that to kind of wash over people. SMU is Florida State is 19. And is Clemson on his list? I don't know that he – oh, he has Clemson 10th. Excuse me. So yeah. Clemson's 10th. I, I totally scrolled past them. My fault. I went from uh, from Notre Dame to, to Clemson uh, – to, uh, to Utah, excuse me. He has Notre Dame 9, Clemson 10. Both of those are road games for UofL next year. Mm-hmm. And Florida State comes up here. They are 19th in the rankings. So good news, bad news. Good news, they're ahead of Florida State as far as this national media guy thinks. Awesome. Bad news, they're behind Clemson because I think part of that is just the Clemson brand. It's the brand. And that can wear off really quickly. It's not as strong a brand – as Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, whatever. And so that can wear off during the season. But yeah, this one, this is fascinating stuff. And I and I think way better starting spot for, for the fall than I thought they were going to be in, which is yeah. terrific. News. 16 is a pretty good spot oh. for a 12-team playoff. Oh my God. They'll t- get respect if they can win a couple of those games on that schedule. If yes. they can win Notre Dame or Clemson, they're going to get a lot of respect for dudes. So. Top 20 start in a 12-team era is a fantastic spot to be absolutely for sure. All right, let's take a break here. We'll keep the second hour of the show going. A reminder, uh, tonight we do have the high school hour at 6 on our air. Louisville basketball across the hall, 93-9 at 5.30. Um, and, of course, uh, tomorrow the Louisville women's basketball team is in Pittsburgh, 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock first tip, over on 93-9. Bellarmine in action against North Alabama tomorrow, 8.30 uh, here on your home for Bellarmine basketball, 680-1057. Michigan State, Illinois is tomorrow night at 845 as well. On the other end, 
Oh, there are things that I need to talk about. What are they? All right. I do want to talk Vrabel. Um, the top two teams in college basketball last last night. And this NFL viewership number and what the national title did. We'll talk about all of it here. ESPN 680, 105.7. Taking care of your family isn't always easy. So we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Here on ESPN 680 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah, walking on the sun with Zach Cantrell. I am Louis Rabot, Rabot and Co. here, ESPN 680 1057. Welcome back in, Wednesday edition of the show. Uh, we will have Ben Roberts in his usual spot, 1020 tomorrow. Talk all thing UK hoops with him. Of course, Jay Davis for the 11 o'clock hour. Uh, we'll get someone in uh, from Naira. I'm working on uh, someone ahead of the Busanda, the first 20 point prep outside of the Breeders' Cup for the Kentucky Oaks is this weekend. So, Starting to ramp it up, Zach. There's going to be a lot more horse racing on this show. I'm just kidding. There's plenty. All right. So <laughs> Zach pretended to be excited. I appreciate you pretending. That's nice. Um, make a joke about my marriage, but that's not nice. All right. So uh, I want to get into some of these ratings things. But first, I do want to hear uh, from my new favorite coach in the NFL. Um, and he is uh, the coach of the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> and I love this. His name is Darko Ryakovich. And uh, he's not happy about the officiating in their game against uh, the L.A. Lakers last night. By the way, intern uh, Chicago here looks like Darko Ryakovich, needs to be said. Uh, are you Slavic at all? You got a little Eastern European in you? Nothing like that? Okay, all right. Is it stop at Italy or anything like that? You got a little Polish? Nothing? Okay, all right, okay. You sure about that? Mm, might, mm, ask mom about that. All right, so uh, let's hear from uh, Darko Ryakovich after his team uh, was uh, <laughs> out free throw 23 attempts to two last night. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. That's 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 outrageous. What happened tonight? This is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees. Shame for the league to allow this. Twenty-three free throws for them, and we get two free throws. Let's go in in the fourth quarter. Like how to play the game. I, all, I understand uh, respect for all stars and all of that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force, trying to get, get uh, to, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for the whole game. How's that possible? How are you going to explain that, that to me? They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. 
Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding you back. It's a complete crap. I mean, just. Do you feel like you're getting any explanations at all? That offensive foul, did you did you see like get any explanation? No, no, there is no explanation. They just they just come up there, they review what and they see what they want to see. They don't want to hear us what we got to say. They don't want to hear the players. They they they, they don't just want to protect us. Over again the they got thirty six free throws, twenty three free throws in, in the fourth quarter. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? How are we gonna supposed to play? This uh, a one-off, or do you feel this has been happening to your team a lot throughout the It's happening a lot, but I'm telling our guys, be professional, keep fighting, keep going for the next one. But until when? For how long? All right, that's good, man. That's fantastic. Does Scotty Barnes know he's an all, he's he's an all-star? <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. See what I did there? Came down to the text line too. This is shame. All right, here's what I need. For the Louis was wrong segment. I need Darko Ryakovich saying this is shame, followed by the Colonel Sanders sound from Bobby Boucher. I love it. Yes. Those two together. I want Darko. I want Bobby Boucher. Whenever I'm wrong, you hit the sounder. It's Darko. Then Bobby Boucher. We move on with our lives. Done. Done. Ryakovich is my guy now. This is shame. Is fa- just a, This that, is shame. This is shame. That drop, dude. Just fantastic. fantastic. Anybody just fantastic. who sticks up for their team like that, I like that guy. Oh, those guys, they're playing the Clippers in a couple nights? Oh, they are going to, it's going to be the same thing. I, I i would not want to be on the Clippers sideline. Nope. <laughs> Darko's got those dudes ready. <laughs> this is shame, though, is fantastic. <laughs> this is shame. What a great line. Is that going to go up there with all, the all time coach rants of, I'm a man, I'm 40, playoffs? It's not. No, because it's the NBA. No, but he's also very constrained, frankly. He doesn't yeah. curse. No. He watches his words. He's actually, frankly, there's a lot of restraint. You could tell he's a lot more angry than that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, he's like pounding the desk He hits desk the table and everything. Be yeah. professional. He hits the it's, Yeah. It's fantastic stuff. Uh, uh, that fight is going to be hefty, but he isn't wrong coming down on the text line. Of course he's not wrong. That's right. <laughs> that's why it's a great quote. <laughs> he's not wrong at all. Of and that's what that's we what always complain here. about with officials, that they don't ever have to answer any questions, and they never get fined, but the players and coaches pointed out get fined. But, dude, if you're... Honestly, if you're Scotty Barnes, are you not like, okay, just put a wall in front of me. I'm ready to run. Yes. I mean, forever for that guy. He's an all-star. I mean, to to have your coach talk about you that way, though, is is awesome. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Scotty Barnes, reminder, uh, did play at Florida State. Uh, He's only 22 years old. Uh, He was drafted fourth overall by Toronto out of... out of Florida State, he's already averaging 20.5, 8.5, 5.5 this season. So, yeah, uh, not a bad season uh, for one Scotty Barnes there. I had to look that up because I was wondering, like, how good is Scotty Barnes? Like, what are we doing here? And it's just one of those teams that because of their market and whatever, I don't I don't see too often. We forget often. about Scotty Barnes. I, I'm with you. Uh, but apparently he's pretty good. <laughs> Texter, I'm a diehard Raptors fan now. <laughs> Texter, uh, thanks for the entertainment this morning. The kids uh, got the kids' Christmas presents put away and the Christmas tree uh, put uh, put away as well. Man, it... <sighs> all right. So this is... Uh, let's have this debate. We'll, we'll bring Intern Chicago in on this too. Yeah. What... When did your parents... T- did you have a Christmas tree growing up? I should ask these yes. questions first. Okay. Yes. How long was it up after December 25th? Uh, about roughly a week, week and a half. Okay. Okay. So more than... Like to the new year at least. Usually. Okay. Same in the... in the. In the okay. Enter Chicago agreeing with that. Okay. Ours is still up. You still have your tree up? Absolutely. Candlemas think- is until February. 40 days of Christmas. Like we ball out. 
Okay. Now, I'm married to a woman. So, I could come home at any point and everything's gone. Yeah. Because she may just get home and go, you know what? <laughs> it's taking up too much You know space. what? I've decided today, for some reason, this is the most important thing that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. Every married man listening right now just nodded. Because there, it is a stunning thing how you can go from zero to most important thing that's ever happened with a woman. Just snap of a finger. It is stunning. It's impressive, frankly. And Christmas tree coming down is one of those things. Yep. <laughs> it's just, it's, yep. sorry, ours is still up. We don't actually decorate ours until uh, we get home from uh, from church on Christmas Eve. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just put a little purple ribbon on it for Advent, and then we do the Christmas thing uh, on the Christmas. Oh, you got to put the ornaments up before Christmas Eve. Uh, we don't. We do. We don't. Yeah. We do the Advent first. There the, you go. <laughs> I even have, have my own little train underneath the tree. There you go. Oh, yeah. 40 days of Christmas, way too much coming down the Yeah, that's end. way too long for us. Okay, so where are you on the Christmas music thing? I don't like Christmas. I don't. Thank um, you. I don't love Christmas music. Yes. I will say this. I'm I'm very inconsistent. I am a John Kerry of flip flopping here. Yeah. As a musty reference. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Many people get it. <laughs> I like religious Christmas music that I know by heart. Okay. So hark the herald angels sing and you know these sorts of songs, right? Away yeah. in a manger, silent night, yeah. these kinds of things. Sure. I enjoy those very much. See, I like the original versions of Christmas songs. I hate covers and I do not like Mariah Carey. I I think that's not a bad song. It's just shoved down our throats. Exactly. It's it's way not too a bad overdone. song. My you know what my favorite Christmas music is actually? The okay. Grinch music. Okay. How you, you watch the anime. There was a, only um, the animated special, not the movie. Is Candy Cane Lane the song that came out this year? I think that's a good attempt at a new Christmas song. Okay. I think people should keep trying. I just don't need to I don't hear- want you to stop trying. I'm just probably not going to like it. I don't need to hear the same <laughs> 10 songs done by 50 different artists. Do you know what it is? It's fashion. Once you get to a certain age, you just stop trying the new stuff. Yeah. Like, you look like I look. Yeah. It just happens. I've reached that point with music. I don't listen to new there music. There it is. Okay. So I've tried to avoid that. Like, I try to listen to new music. It's not easy. Your brain, it crystallizes after a while. It doesn't want to become flexible and learn and new, new music and is just stuff. not good. There it is. Okay. <laughs> it's the oldest thing you've ever said. But the Christmas music thing is like fashion. Keep trying. Keep trying new things. I'm probably just not going to listen or wear it. Exactly. <laughs> this is pretty much where I'm at. Right. These things. And so, yeah. No. I applaud the effort, but. There you go. Uh, Texture, they usually pick the coldest days to make you take down the lights. These are married people right here. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe formerly married so, people. Right so next here. Tuesday, when it's negative seven for the low, that's when you got to yeah, take that's everything right. down. That's right. That's right. I'm, I will say, Zach, I have gotten soft uh, after 20 years of marriage where. Uh, there are inflatables in our front yard for Christmas before Christmas Day. Yeah. So I'm allowing the outdoor stuff. I just, the Christmas tree thing, I'm like, no, no, we're doing that Christmas Eve. I'll give this guy, the texter said Burl Ives, the Christmas music. You like that? I'll give you, I'll give him you that. like Burl Ives? I, I like Burl Ives. Okay. I, I'll, the Rudolph music. Yes. Guy. Yes. That's yeah, good stuff. It is. That, because those are originals. I just think, I just think that the catalog of religious music for Christmas is really good, but... A lot of the modern attempts at Christmas music are okay. Dreadful. I mean, like, and you know, I just um, <laughs> texture. I've dressed like 1995 since 1995. Yeah, <laughs> no, this, this happens to men. Whatever decade was your best decade, that's how you dress. Uh-huh. I get it. I, I do. I get it. Um, uh, texture. Every uh, genre of m- music is currently uh, being made. Shut up and say you hate rap. Do you hate rap, Matt, uh, Zach? Oh, I love rap. Okay, I was gonna say I listen. I have tried to stay up on new rap. It's not easy to do because um, I just, I don't, outside of, 
I because I don't listen to music radio, right? Yeah. You have to find it through a Spotify either. or some kind of service like that, That's right? right? And so some of that isn't too bad, and you can find good playlists and that kind of stuff. But just the drive around, listen to music thing is not. It, you know, there's no top 20 in my life anymore. You know, that kind of thing. Top 40, whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't anyways. listen to top 40. I'm a serious XM. Do you have a new rapper that you like or a new group that's uh, been out? Last, we'll ask the intern Chicago. Are you are you a rap guy, intern Chicago? Rap, rap guy, yeah. Hip-hop guy at all? Anything like that? Like a little Chicago rappers. Chicago rappers? Okay, I like that. There you go. That's good. All right. Little Chancellor Rapper, how about that? Yeah, um, I like Chancellor Rapper. Bowling for Soups, nineteen eighty five is our life now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong, Texter. I mean, it happens to all of us. It is what it is, man. Um, just say you hate rap, no, nah, man. I um. So what do you I, think of Kendrick Lamar? He's he's good. No, he's good. Yeah, he's, he's really great. good. Frankly, uh, Kendrick's good. I, I love. So the rap, the thing that made me fall in love, you know, as a oh god, twelve, thirteen year old with rapper hip hop or any of that stuff was just the party nature of it. Yes. It's just how fun it was. Yes. And then it got real serious for a while. <laughs> I so like uh Ray Shram uh, Ray Shrammer, I don't know if you know that group. It's drummers ear backwards. Right. Sir. I think they're the last hope for party rap that's going. I think so. They're all just it's just yeah. like I'm buying this, I'm in this car, I'm going to this club, exactly. going to the strip club, yes. doing that stuff. It's like that's what I want to do. When hear I hear about. good that's rap, I want. I want to think about like at a, I'm at a house party <laughs> yes. partying with my Let's friends. Go. We're about to go out. Let's go. That's what I want. Let's go. Got too serious for a while. Need some party rap. Let's go. That's right. <laughs> no one, no one, I, I got to say, it, you know, Diener, you listen to Diener, you get all the country music updates. You listen to us for the hardcore hip hop conversations. Correct. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> Lou Hirabo at Radio Louie on Twitter for all of my hip hop takes. Ethan Moore's the Should other I start giving hip hop takes on Twitter? Yes. <laughs> Just have just have Jay Davis come over the top and just swap me all the time. Yes. Oh, that'll be great. He'll be in tomorrow in the eleven o'clock hour. I'm sure we'll talk hip hop. I'm sure. Of course we will. <laughs> of course. It's gonna happen. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, those viewership numbers. <laughs> Getting back into it. What a transition. Uh uh for the NFL. They're way up. And and this is something, Zach, that I've talked about. And 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 you know, if you if you hang out with the show. Um, Pac or Biggie coming down on the text line. I am uh, considerably more uh, of a Biggie guy. Uh, texter, I like Post Malone. Yeah, no. I, I can I see people too. like Post, Post Malone's not my cup of tea, but I could see people I like, like Post Malone. It. Okay, there you go. Um, 18 million viewers a game, 17.9, up 7% from the previous year. What's interesting is, and you know, if you listen to the show, you know I just like to watch trends. I'm sort of interested in how everything sort of fits together in the wider culture. And I... I equate more traffic on the major roads by where I live with more traffic watching these games as well. People are just doing more of the things they did before 2020. Yeah. They just are. They're going to games more, not at the Yum Center, but they're going to games more. They are, um, they're watching more games. I have had more conversations with people that are, um, someone giving, giving some, uh, some credit to the new L81 joint. It's pretty good. A uh, little ICP coming down on the text line. <laughs> ICP. Holy crap. It's so sad. Detroit has so many great rappers. And then people are like, what about ICP? And I'm like, I don't need Fago right now. I, I We're okay. No, <laughs> no. The Rock and Ride can wait for the weekend. I can wait for ICP. Yeah, no, no kidding. Um, the highest since, uh, second highest, excuse me, since averages were tracked in 1995. So those numbers went way up. So what's interesting is I just railed against a a salary cap within Major League Baseball. But in a league with a bunch of nine and eight teams... The ratings are way up, which makes me wonder, are more people watching their teams because they think they've got a chance? Yeah. 
And that's what you were talking about. This is the competitiveness of the NFL, making it more interesting as a viewing product for longer than a baseball season that could be over for the White Sox in June or something. What about right? like I mean, a team like the Houston Texans who had the number right? two pick in the draft right? last year? And guess what? They just picked their franchise quarterback. They just won the division. They're hosting a playoff game. That doesn't happen in baseball. Texter, you're telling me all the NFL boycotts didn't work. Man, it's a good text. Look, Dan Issel told us he wasn't going to drink Budweiser anymore, and it lasted 11 days. It is what it is. Did Dan ever say he wasn't going to watch the NFL? No. Yeah, he, no, nobody's that crazy. Oh, I... There were some. No, there See, were. I never got that. I never got, like, the Giants fan who all of a sudden, because Colin Kaepernick's taking a knee, I don't want to watch the Giants anymore. What are you, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Texter. I love this. Uh, change the name of bologna or salami to gin or juice. <laughs> juice Ooh. takes the place of bologna since it's weak and no alcohol, and gin takes the place of salami because it's strong. Lay back. <laughs> Lay back. <laughs> where is your mind, Zach? Uh, you don't want to know where. Is it on your money and on yeah. money's on your mind? That's all. I, I was just trying to set you up for that yeah, line, but you can, you can walk away from it. Um, <laughs> text here. I was cool. A little Lupe Fiasco text. How about I like that? Lupe. I uh, was first getting hot, so I stick with that kind of rap. Sure. No, I. Yes, that, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Uh, are you guys into hip-hop? Are you into hip-hop, Zach? No. No, okay. No. Right. Hip-hop, sorry. If I wanted to listen to hick, I'd listen to country. I wouldn't listen to country. I uh, Look, bluegrass that emanates from, from Kentucky is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is. There's a, there's a time and place for it, for sure. Um, but you know, it's interesting. I became a 502 hemp guy, and I haven't tried that in bluegrass yet. I bet that's a nice combination. Just guessing. Just a guess. Um, Taxter baseball just simply has too many games. I love it, uh, but uh, a loss pretty much always feels uh, meaningless when you watch the regular season. Correct. Yeah, I get it, man. I, I do. I get it. Wins um, don't feel like that meaningful either. Not always. Um, the Monday night thing is what's most interesting, though, because yeah. ESPN bought the rights and then they changed how Monday night football is done. And I would love to know because they don't talk about it explicitly on here. But a 29% increase in people watching Monday Night Football. Zach, how much would you guess is the Manning cast? How many people watch the Manning cast? Like, how much of that jump is is Manning cast? And I think it's a lot. Because I don't think the Manning cast target market is people that were going to watch the game anyway. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's, It's a different kind of person. Now, I want to be very clear. I am less of an NFL fan than lots of people are. And it's mostly because the team from my town has stunk for so long that I just lost interest in the league. That's why I'm thankful I did not grow up as a Browns fan. No kidding, I probably dude. hate football. I can't imagine, right? And my Lions are horrible. Yeah. Historically. So that is it is what it is. Now, this 29% increase, they're getting 17.5 million viewers across the ESPN. You're going to have to answer that one. Um, yes. No, I don't. I mean, with no new original programming, they point out, by the way, because of the writer's strike, ABC broadcast all of the games for 18 regular season weeks, 11 more than 2022. So how much of this is it being on ABC? I don't buy that anymore at all. I think it matters to a degree. But not 29%. No, not that much. So what percent is the Manning cast of that? I think it's like 85. Yeah. I think it's like 85. Do you watch the Manning cast or do you watch the game? I've watched both. Okay, which I'll flip one? back and forth. Okay, so they're both okay. Yeah, for viewing experience. Like for I'll you. watch. I'll watch the Manning cast like in the first quarter, yeah. second quarter. Okay. Once the game gets close, then I gotta focus in. I want to hear Joe and Troy and all that kind of sure. stuff. So I'm more of just a watch the game guy than watch the Manning cast. But I understand. I I get the appeal. See, my thing about the Manning cast is I prefer it more when it's just those two. I don't need to hear the guests because Maybe. Peyton is a genius when it comes to football, as uh, you can tell. 
Oh, for sure. I mean, I think both of them are, but yes. But. Peyton, if he ever wanted to actually be a color commentator, would probably be the greatest color commentator since John Madden. If he ever actually wanted to travel and do all that kind of stuff. What happened to Tony Romo, by the way? Do you remember the huge splash when I he still first like started? Romo. Okay. All right. But I feel like his, like, I think the it, pub behind him got People just like weaker. to pile on because yeah. they, they were around for a while. and They played for the Cowboys. And, yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I still like Romo. I think he's good. I think, I, I think Aikman's probably the best. Do you think you could um, guess the four most watched games? Because I bet you can't. Dallas, um, Washington. Uh, nope. Oh, wait, no, we're talking just Monday night? or Four most watched games since 2000 all happened this season. Yeah, no Cowboys Commanders. The Thanksgiving game was the highest rated game. Like They had 41 million people. Uh, that is not on here for some reason. Hmm. Um, Philly at Kansas City, yeah, which was a rematch of the Super Bowl, of course. Yeah. Ravens at 49ers on yep. Christmas. Monday Makes night. sense. So those are Monday night games. Lions-Cowboys recently the Saturday on game. the 30th, the Saturday game. And then yeah. Bills at Jets. So the that opener. is Yep. Okay, so this is the four highest rated Monday night games. Yes. Yeah, I, no. I could have figured that out. Yeah, probably. Oh, you're right. That's exactly what they are. Why would they say games and not Monday night games? Yeah. Anyways, a little ambiguous there. But, dude, that is... Um, oh, Texture, it, it's 70% ABC getting that bump. I've got a bunch of buddies who only have antenna TV. I, I do wonder, man... I think there's something to that. Maybe. Maybe it's a, it's a more of a mix than I think. I uh, appreciate the text. Uh, 4379680. Peyton's dry humor is awesome. Texter. Yes, it is. Um, think of all the young U of L fans that are being lost from this horrible Louisville basketball spa- staff and team speaking on your NFL fandom of teams stinking for years. No, that's, that's exactly right. And I've given the example many times on this show. I've got an 11 year old loves basketball. If I say, and, and look, I, I just sit down, I just watch the games. I don't, you know, if my kids want to hang out and learn about sports or whatever, that's fine. If they don't, I don't make them watch. Sure. He will not watch U of L games. He watches UK games. It's just it's just the reality. And if you're 11, by the way, of course you want to watch the team that scores 90 points and not the team yeah. that loses all the games they play. Of course, I mean it's a reasonable thing for them. What kids to do. have the a better idea than we do as far as for kids, it's strictly entertainment. Um. Yes. No. That's right. That's right. Uh, Texture. Yeah. Hey, Louie, have you listened to the or you have to listen uh, to the Bluegrass Cardinal theme song, "Man of Constant Sorrow." <laughs> It's the greatest bluegrass dog of all time. That's a good bird. Uh, Texter JID is a great rapper. Uh, he was actually just on Jimmy Fallon last night. Oh, how about that? Um, I'm also mad about Shane Steichen taking too much time, Mad Dog. I'm with you. Mad Dog. I'm also upset about that because it cost my team the playoffs. Well, there you go. All right. Well, we've talked uh, enough uh, rap and uh, viewership. How about that? Uh, by the way, the national title game did $25 million, uh, which would have made it it's more than any of the Monday night games. I'll put it that way. How about that? So, uh, I, obviously, Michigan is still a draw on television because it I'm not, less not picking the, on Washington, but it's not that game is not about It was Washington. less than the Michigan-Alabama game by $2 million. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Yep. But uh, $25 million for uh, for a game purely on ESPN, right? And then um, how it compared to other seasons, it was up way, way up uh, from before. Iowa State-Oregon still has the record. Yes. $34 right. million. God. It was a fun game, too. Yeah, it was. Of course, Texter. There are certain pro markets uh, where fans have a culture of almost being proud of being miserable. <sighs> That's me, buddy. I'm not proud of it. It's just it's reality of my life. <laughs> I know, I know. We got to get to break. Um, uh, reminder of some. We we will have all the playoff games this weekend. If you are driving around Saturday and Sunday, we will have them either on 680 or on 93.9. Just flip back and forth. You'll be able to find them there. Uh, on the other end, we'll wrap up the show. A little bit of mayhem on the college hoop side. And uh, look, I, I have a question for 
transfers. Do you want your dad involved in the process or not? We talk about it next. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. To Rabot and Co. here on ESPN 680 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah, your Lincoln Park moment of the day here, Rabot and Co. ESPN 680 1057. Louis Rabot, Zach Cantrell. We got you for about another 10 minutes. Bobby V after us, of course. V show uh, that way. Uh, this is shame. Uh, the theme of the show today. This is shame uh, with our guy Darko. How about that? All right. Uh, reminders of programming around here. Uh, again, ba- football games all weekend. Uh, Texans, Browns Saturday, Chiefs, Dolphins on Saturday. We'll have both of those. Bills, Steelers, Cowboys, Packers, Lions, Rams, all three on Sunday. We'll have the Monday night game for you on all of our stations. Make sure that you are, uh, if you are driving around, that you check in on those games uh, with us here at ESPN Louisville. More impressive to you. Uh, that Hugh Freeze still has a job or that um, that Eric Spolstra is getting an eight-year, $120 million deal. My God. Hugh Freeze still having a job is more surprising. It's stunning, right? Yeah. Eric Spolstra is a damn good coach. He's a very good coach. That is – Spolstra, man, it's a weird – I can't think of another guy in the profession at that level that has risen essentially from the mailroom from doing tape. Literally. And and become that guy. I yeah. mean, he's really it's really a different thing, and it's it's very Miami Heat. They're just run differently. But anyways, remember when LeBron bumped into him in their first year together, and everyone's thinking they're going to fire Spolster yeah. and go to Pat Riley, right? Uh, oh, absolutely. They're going to pay him fifteen million a year now. I know. <laughs> oh, it's the largest guaranteed contract I think in the history of. Sports. Do they need an NBA uh, salary cap for coaches? Oh, okay. So it's the players, not the. No, nah, it's not the players. It's the health of the sport. <laughs> Eric Spolster, paying Eric Spolster $120 million isn't all of a sudden going to make the Miami Heat the biggest powerhouse. <laughs> the Sacramento Kings can't win. All right. Uh, Hugh Freeze is taking over the play calling. Is this one of the calling cards of a man about to not have a job anymore? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, people. If you are one of the top three or four finishers in our bowl pick'em series, not named Louis Rabot. Who won the thing, by the way? Humble brag there. It's not a humble brag. I'm not being humble at all. Bleep off. I'm better at all of this. Than all of <laughs> Get out of here. Congratulations. <laughs> you figured out who was sitting in bowl games. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know what I really figured out is how to win something where I can't get any of the prizes. Yeah, that's It's right. a bum move by me. Of it's course. okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Hugh Freeze thing, though. Uh, it, by the way, get a hold of me, 437-9680, Louis R at ESPNLouisville.com, uh, at Radio Louis on Twitter, whoever. Show me a screenshot of you logged into that account, and I will get you your prize. Uh, we'll set it up uh, one, two, and three from our, our people. 
I should mention them because they were so nice to do this with us uh, at Chef's Cut Pizza there uh, across from Iceland in Linden. Of course, with our friends at Buckler Farms, bucklerfarms.com. And then uh, our friends over at uh, at Payne and, uh, oh gosh, what is the other street there? Lexington, Lexington and Payne uh, with our the ladies over there at Red Hot Roasters available in every Kroger store uh, around the area as well. You'll get your gift card to any of those places if you were in our top three, actually four, because uh, I cannot win any of those uh, prizes. What do you make of this Jaden Maeva story where he is he's committed to Georgia and yeah. then the next day turns around and commits to USC? Yeah. And it's the dad who says he's going to Georgia and then the next day he's going to USC. Is this just the dad screwing up? Oh, it's absolutely the dad screwing up. The dad's pulling the strings. Either that or Lincoln Riley is doing the most blatant tampering you've ever seen because that's what Lincoln Riley has done for years. Texter, Louie, did you hire Con- Connor Stallions for the bowl contest? Look, unlike Michigan, I'm not letting you find out if I did that or not. Everyone cheats. It's fine to say. I may have cheated. I'm not going to tell you how I cheated. How about that? How about that, you bums? You're more Bill, Clint- <laughs> more Bill Clinton than Michigan. <laughs> I'm more Bill Clinton than Michigan. Does that mean I got on a plane somewhere? Because then I don't like that comparison. Yeah, not not that part. <laughs> not that part. Got it. Okay. The one that, where you did like not the do the, part You did not do this. Just the Yale Law School, and yeah. I did not do that. I did not <laughs> cheat in the bowl challenge. <laughs> I did not have cheats in the bowl challenge. There it is. Period. <laughs> what a simpler time it was. That was a simpler time. Back when that was the biggest complaint anybody had about government figures. What is is. My man said, can you define is? <laughs> we had a sitting president ask a judge to define is. <laughs> yeah. We had a vice president that thought tomato was spelled with an E. <sighs> it was a simpler time. It was. It was a simpler time. Imagine, imagine if Biden did that today. Oh, man. All right. Hey, we got one of our uh, one of our signees. How about that? Thanks for hanging out, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, this is uh, the, the longer ESPN fan uh, picks. Uh, that's awesome. Okay, man. Thank you so much for, uh, for texting in. I'll, I'll get all your information. And we'll, uh, we'll see where you finished and make sure that uh, we got you all, all set up there. Again, if you're in the top three, four of our bowl challenge, um, please uh, please ping me uh, either at the text line 437-9680 or you can find us. Uh, you can find me, Louis R at ESPNLouisville.com, uh, at Radio Louis on Twitter. Any of those spots, I will find you and I will uh, give you money, not uh, try to find my daughter. Santa, I will find you. Yeah. I will hunt you down. I will find you. Yeah. <laughs> if you're my daughter. You make anything of Purdue and Houston losing last night? Because I don't. No. Okay. It's college basketball. <laughs> it is regular college season. Regular January. season on the road. Yep. Nope. <laughs> yep. That's it. It is what it is. Um, it was the first time since February of 2016 that the top two teams in the AP men's college basketball poll lost to unranked opponents on the same day and only the eighth time in the poll's history. Now, that is that is so narrow that both of them losing and they have to lose to unranked teams. Now we're just making is very up. We're making up stats. That's that, right. This is the first time ever that LeBron James scored 30 points after eating a bowl of cereal on Tuesday. Was it potato with an E, not tomato with an E? I think it might have been potato. Okay. It was one of those. Immediate correction. That's Fair what the enough. text line's for. Right? There you yeah. go. Potato. <laughs> tomato, potato. There it is. Um, all right, cool. I got this guy's info on my phone. I am making a picture of that. Perfect. Thank you for texting in about uh, the bowl pick'em. That's awesome. Um... Purdue was right there. Houston was right there. And then Purdue just got blown out at the end of that game, and Houston kept it close the rest of the way. The Houston and, and UK, the reason I brought this up was because Gandolfo, when he's talking, talks about not being good enough on defense for UK, sure. right? Houston's awesome on defense. Yeah. But 
their scoring compared to last season just doesn't exist. We had this discussion last night. He said he'd rather have a great defense and a mediocre offense, and I'm, I'm the other way. I'd rather have a great offense because my margin of error is bigger than if I had a mediocre offense. Uh, this Here's what I'll say to that. With this roster currently at, you know, at UK, I, I want them to play how they're playing. Yes. Period conversation over. I think the texter earlier that said the defense is what it is, is right. I, I think, unfortunately, the simplest analysis sometimes is right. Yes. And that's the simplest analysis, but it's also correct. Uh, texter, uh, uh, both uh, both of the teams that upset number one at Purdue and number two Houston have a Fred Hoiberg connection. There it is. That's right. There it is. Uh, Texture. I was in the challenge, but unfortunately, I'm still behind Moby Dick. You can't see my results. <laughs> Look, man. I. What's funny is I'll do this every year until they don't let me do this job anymore on the bowl challenge. I will never win again. No way. No freaking way. I'll never finish in the Hang top the five. Banner. Again. Hang the banner now. That's right. Stop the count. So I'm just I'm taking my victory lap for three and a half minutes. How about that? No. <laughs> you know, the punting was actually really good in the national title game. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going <laughs> to somewhat call out the station here. Do we really need to show five million replays of this game? We all know what happened. Can you turn around? And, that TV is really interesting. I don't know if you saw. Yes. No, the, <laughs> uh, do we really need to keep showing the game? It wasn't even good. It was close until the fourth quarter. Isn't that all we ask for now, unfortunately, in the CFP? Not after those two semifinal games. I wanted a good one. I have a very specific set of skills coming down. That's fantastic. Oh, man. All right. Well, good job on the text line today. Y'all, y'all great. Bobby V next. Get around, around table 3 o'clock today here on ESPN 680-1057 with Zach Cantrell. My name's Louis Rabot. This is Rabot and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Ben Roberts tomorrow, Jay Davis tomorrow. We'll talk UK hoops, probably a ton of college hoops tomorrow. Uh, as we get you into the weekend, we will talk a ton of NFL on Friday and get you ready for, man, some horse racing as well. We'll have fun with that uh, on top of that. All right. Uh, it's my daughter's seventh birthday tomorrow, so we're going to party a little. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I don't know what that even looks like yet, but Thursday birthdays with a the kid, they're fun. I'll be back tomorrow at 10. I hope you are too. Have a great day, everybody.